Quiet women get the best head. Rappers doing dope, went from trying to be like hope. Now they'd rather rock and roll and be like Led Zeppelin. Insanity the way I shot the game. Mama hopping out the Bentley, sister hopping out the range. Stop the blame for my entourage. Stop dropping names. You gon' stop getting dropped and Molly Wap by the gang. Do your thing. Just keep me out of it. My money does gymnastics, man. I'm trying to make some house flip the Big takes. Opening take. Steve Scott laid on me. What uh, do you got? Yo, 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 what's good? It's our first episode without a guest in like a fucking month, so glad to be with the boys. Kind of cool. Um, <laughs> my big take tonight is, uh, though I'm sad we probably won't get a next-gen console, we can wait. And within a year and a half, there'll be a updated version of the ones that are coming out, you know, PS5, Pro Plus, Xbox Series Z, Something like that. And we'll be playing that. And we'll be like, you know what? Fuck you losers that spammed or used a bot to get a console. We'll be happy with our updated, better console. That's my big take tonight. Or just spend $2,000 to get a PlayStation off eBay. Yeah, I just spent my life savings. Imagine. (laughs) Robbed the Best Buy to fucking... What's the most over retail you guys would go? I wouldn't. If at all. If at all, 70 bucks. I'd, I'd go 700 would you? What? Well, no, no, he, he means 700 total, not 700 total. retail. No, yeah, yeah, I'm still saying what? <laughs> Just, I do it. Th- you, then you can. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, you can. You can get then one. What are you waiting for? You can't, dude. What, if I want a PS5 right now, get, go on eBay. There are 600, 700 bucks on eBay. All right. Really? They're also like yeah. a thousand. But the ones that are like six, seven hundred bucks that people are getting, you, they're like bid wars. boxes. No, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't pay a dime over retail. Well, I don't think I would either. If they're I not, knew that they're someone... not limited, it's like you, uh, I, like they're gonna make more eventually. It's, and I don't. Just a time thing. Yeah, I don't have an absolute necessity for it at the moment. I really don't have one in general. I think I said if I can get one by the time the show comes out, I'll be I'll be happy. You know, we don't even fucking really... But, like, dude, like I got I got uh, Spider-Man for PS4, the new one. And, it, I, I mean, I imagine that it looks incredible on PS5, but PS4, it looks just great. It looks fine to me. I'm loving it. Like, COD, Black Ops, I mean, that game sucks ass, so we shouldn't buy it at all. <laughs> but it looks great on my fucking TV regardless. So, I, I, I'm not... I mean, whatever. What, I, loading time? I know it... It, they do probably look great, but the performance of the games are going to be drastically better on the new consoles. That's uh, uh, fuck it. But like, did they like come a, out with the new Warzone yet? No, no that happens no. December tenth. Okay, I completely forgot about COD. Yeah, because that's uh, Cold, Cold like, War now, that, right? That just yeah, dropped. that's when season one of Cold War starts, and so that's when they're doing the Warzone changes. Wait, what cool. do you mean? Like they're going to have Cold War guns. Um, probably a new map, and uh, I, I, they, they don't really know too many other details. That's kind of a cool concept, though. If Warzone just updates every time they come out with a new COD, you know what I, I mean? I think it's going like, to. With no, it makes sense. I I didn't know that, but like you know what I mean. Compared to like Fortnite, where it's just yeah. kind of not random, but like I don't know. It's like oh, Tilted's gone. Oh, this yeah. is like happening. It's like at least there's some semblance of reason. And, like, COD is kind of keeping some type of storyline to it as well, introducing new characters and all the time. And the biggest thing is they're keeping it on the Modern Warfare, like, engine. So they're just going to have Cold War guns in the Modern Warfare setting, which I don't really know how that's going to work. 
but that's what they're okay. gonna do. Huh? Yeah, kind of cool. I, it's like almost like it's like becoming its own game, like alone. It is. It is its own game, technically. Yeah. It's free. I think, I think it's, it's free to play. Cool. Like you don't need either other Call of Duty to play it. Yeah, I have it on PS4 for yeah. just just free. Oh, yeah. Just that. Yeah. I think my big take is that Cold War is just apps. It's not even a big take. That game is just fucking trash. The multiplayer yeah. is trash. I heard the zombies in the campaign are good and fun, but the multiplayer is just so 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 bad. Yeah, unfortunately, you're at fucking this point. Right. Yeah, you know what? I I wanted, dude. I was like all about like, dude, let's just get it, fuck it. And uh, I was like, you know what, dude? I'll be playing this all year. Man, the multiplayer does suck. The big one right now, but they're, they're coming out with some free fucking updates pretty soon. Hopefully, they got Nuketown coming. Yeah, I mean, they just need. Um, I think the two biggest hey, Nuketown. Change- yeah, yeah, Nuketown's yeah, coming it's, back. It's a Black oh. Ops game, so there's going to be Nuketown. I know they always, yes. they always just, hype it up. It's like they're, yeah, it's like, it's, <laughs> oh, like it's been out for two weeks, and they're already like, all right, don't worry, don't worry, nu- Nuketown. Yeah, they yeah. they announced <laughs> that a while ago. To it. <laughs> they announced that a while ago. I think the two biggest changes oh, okay. they need is uh, they just need to not make every Call of Duty around the MP5 because that's all everybody uses. <laughs> and then, like, the matchmaking is just, like, I'm playing the Call of Duty Pro League playoffs every single game. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's just not fun. So just make a make a ranked playlist and make a casual playlist and let us enjoy the game instead of trying our absolute hardest every time we play. Did you like well, the previous game's multiplayer or no? Modern Warfare was, it. it was okay. Especially now that Cold War's out, Modern Warfare, I think, was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like I mean I like the movement in, in in of that game a lot better, but it's still the same kind of thing where it's just like super sweaty, and it's like I sometimes I just want to play Call of Duty and just kind of you know chill and try some new shit. But with how matchmaking works in games nowadays, like you can't really do that. It's all super competitive. Yeah, I like <laughs> this new game. Like I was so hyped for it, and uh, <laughs> that came out. I'm playing the multiplayer, and every fucking, like, opposing player is like a bullet sponge. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about, like, three headshots with a shotgun to the face, and they don't die. Like, wow. I, then, I don't know. And then, don't worry, two bullets from their MP5, and you're toast. Yeah. You're in the, you're, you're a cloud of dust. It's like a snipe central game. I want to go back to Modern Warfare and just play, the, like, shipment until... Dude, you know, you know what I was thinking? Uh, dude, we should play, like, Black Ops 4. That, like, that was the last game that was actually, like, kind of enjoyable multiplayer and I wish I played it more because I didn't play it that much because I didn't like it at the time but it's so much better than Modern Warfare and and Cold War I think Black Ops 4 was fun Black Ops 4 was fun yeah it was Black Ops 4 was great yeah it's great to chill especially for you because you don't like campaigns yeah and I think the reason I didn't like Black Ops 4 because that's when they were still doing the loot crates so people yep. would just spend hundreds of dollars to get the best weapons in the game, and that's kind of what turned me off of it. But they changed that once Modern Warfare came out. They made them, they made the weapons free to get, which was no like kind of weird. But at the same time, like okay, it's like a year late, but whatever. <laughs> hey, big take. That's the only game. Yeah, only game in my life I've bought um, DLC for. Of all the maps. Oh really? That's a that's one thing uh, these the Call of Duty has transitioned to is that all the DLC is free now, which is very nice. That is cool. That was surprising on the last one. I kept like not understanding why I was still getting maps. <laughs> to be honest, I was yeah. like, I hope I didn't pay for this. But yeah, 
That's clutch. But they're kind of doing it like they're not making it. I'm pretty sure there's only like six multiplayer maps right now in the new game. So uh, they're just all like, bad. So that yeah, <laughs> and they're just so they're just taking away. Like they used to be like what twelve maps on release or something, fourteen, and then they would make you pay for them. But now they're just like six, and they just roll them out throughout the year. It's like kind of sleazy, but at the same time, whatever. At least I'm not paying well, for anything, any maps. And better for like crazy, uh, um, not lag, but like little glitches and shit like that. Like back in the day, we'd be like, oh, this map is totally broken. You can't even play yeah. this one. Yeah, but you know that's back when we were younger, and it was like enjoyable to do that shit, like elevator glitches no. and shit like that. Like crossfire, I crossfire. I was a, I was so good at getting up on top of the roof in crossfire and uh, oh yeah, four. That was, my, and then oh. the other one where you could get under the map and just kill people from underneath them. Yeah, that was cool too. Under the uh, map days. That were, shit was that so was... funny. Like nowadays, if that happens, you get your account. <laughs> I'd be get, so mad. Your account gets banned. <laughs> I get pissed off. I'm like, what the hell is piece of shit game? But right. it's also partly because they're they're trying to make it so damn competitive all the time instead of just like a casual game. That's true. No, you're right because there was no no skin in the game back then. No, nope. like, I don't know. It really didn't care about your KD that much either. At least I didn't. I don't know. How did I ever have Oliver does so, especially Warzone? Warzone, <laughs> I do. Yeah. I don't even know my Warzone KD. That's interesting. I'm probably like point two. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's a good Warzone KD though? Because compared to like multiplayer, multiplayer it's like what usually anything a bit over one is okay. It's pretty solid. Yeah, I think like I don't know, like maybe like one point four. I think is probably a little above average in Warzone. Okay, and then like two and up is like you're you're like you're really good. I think. Yeah. What's your what are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm like one point seven I think right now, so I'm like cool. in between there. But then there's All like right. the super sweats that are like fours and fives, and that just sit on this game twelve hours a day, and run the two best guns all day. And it's like you know, the, I play the game for mostly fun, and I want to snipe, so I'm sniping. Remember PUBG? Remember that was a minute there? Yeah. I actually almost played it the other day because I've been so bored with the games lately. I played Fortnite the other day. It was awesome. Yeah? How's yeah. it now? How is it now? I mean, it's still bad. <laughs> yeah, but it was like a fun change-up. Travis just... Scott playing shows every night. <laughs> yeah. I, just lost, I lost interest in that game when I just wasn't good enough and they like... It was just like I would run into a team and they'd build an Eiffel Tower on me and I'd be on like like I was okay at the game and then the skill gap just outweighed me and I was just like, you know what? I'm all set. I don't wanna learn. I don't don't wanna spend six hours a day in practice mode building just to have a chance at getting two kills in a game, so I'm chilling. That's true. You could have gotten paid though. You know? Okay, but like I have. I also have a job, so that is what pays me. I play video games <laughs> generally you for fuck fun. A job. Fuck a job, what yeah, dude. Cool? You know what? Let's just leave my job to make four hundred dollars every other month playing um, Fortnite. That sounds like a plan. I would love oh, it. Please, you would make more than that. If For- no, I wouldn't. At Fortnite, no shot. I mean, this is in this scenario. You're like nasty, though. Okay, but I, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> nasty. You're like, you're hypothetical here, Oliver. You're play along. Job. You're <laughs> choosing not to leave your job. Yeah. <laughs> Monotony's fun. 
wish I, I wish I tried harder in Overwatch. That's my big regret in video games. Probably because that game sucked. Have you guys played the new Pokemon uh, DLC? I have not done the newest one. I have still not done either of them. I played a little bit of the new one. I, I finished the, the first DLC finally, and then I haven't played it since. I finally just caught the Legendary last time I played. I've, I haven't even gotten out of the main town. Nice. <laughs> of what? The, the beginning of the game? Yeah. No! Yeah, I got rid of the game. Why? I don't know. I just wasn't into it. <laughs> you were Fucking feeling? loser. I Which don't know. starter just... did you pick? We'll blame the starter. Yeah. I don't. I don't even remember. Oh, remember fire water. I really don't know, dude. I, I have no recollection. I got it like day one, and then I was like, actually, I don't like this game at all. What a baby back bitch! <laughs> I just play Pokemon Go. Like that's what I do. Okay. You know about you know about training shit. You know, not putting the time in. I put the time in on Pokemon Go. <laughs> I go to Ninegrate like every other day. <laughs> I don't even know if I have that app anymore. Gotta, they don't. They I'm don't. Just, about it. They don't. Uh, yeah, they don't keep leveling up if you're not playing, right? Uh, well, no. You need to catch other things, and you need to power oh, them up. I guess. True. Yeah, I forgot how that works. My guys are screwed. My so the level you are, no cool. the level you are as a trainer, is the amount that you can power your Pokemon up, basically. Yeah. I was so into it at first. I was the first week that it like came out. I was in Philly, and I just remember going to all the monuments and just like walking around like by <laughs> myself, and it was a blast. And then it was all downtrail from there because I didn't I didn't get enough uh, hit enough spots, or nothing was ever going to top that. I should say because you know what I mean. It's like you walk outside and it's like boom, 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 all this shit yeah. around you. Then I don't know. Charles, you back home, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's at least Ninegrate is across the way. I, I did go there. I think I was teaching tennis lessons at the time too, so I'd sneak over. But yeah, hey, I remember one time I was <laughs> I was playing with Josh. We went to uh, we went to the Wilcox Park, and Josh yep. like took took over the um, that little gazebo, or whatever. And then we walked away, and then some little kid was like hiding in the gazebo and like took it over. <laughs> I think it was Josh... me. I think it was me, or, or I was with you guys then. Oh, you, 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 yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. yeah, that's right. There you go. And uh, we went back and fucking Josh takes the takes the. That was funny. Back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no communication with that kid though. Like, <laughs> no. Nope. Walk right by him, you little fucker. Come on, man. That was yeah, that was a game changer. All right, boys. As always, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by Couch Guy Sports. That's CouchGuysports.com. That's Couch Guy Sports Shop.com, where you can find all of Couch Guy's latest. Blogs, episodes, podcast episodes, YouTube episodes. Also, they got they got merch. Couch Guy Sports shirt. Uh, Couch Guy Sports Shop dot com. And we also got our first shipment of customized, personalized shirts by from our boy uh, Mike Yeba. Yeba. I I don't know which way to pronounce it, but I know it's one of those. I'm wearing it right now. It's clean. Thanks, it's it's simple. We got it's clean, not worn. That's always a plus. <laughs> It's a uh, Rhode Island's number one podcast on the front. On the back, we got Small State Big Takes with the Rhode Island logo. Um, uh-huh. You know, put it out there on the on the IG and the uh, on the Snap. I've gotten uh, gotten some feedback and some inquiries about it. Not going to lie to you guys. So, Ollie won thirst trap. So we'll see. You know, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like 
we're we're making headway on the merch game right now. That's all I'm saying. It's coming, bro. It's coming along. It's, it's, it's... Dude, fucking Yeba out of the kindness of his heart decides to design us a shirt. I mean, let's go. Love to see it, dude. It's dedication. It is. This shit's really cool, actually. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, Go check him out. He, he not not only did he make this for us, but he's always custom, you know tie dyeing up some shirts. He's got a bunch of cool designs out there. Like he he's he's good at what he does. He just rebranded his clothing thing, um, his clothing shop and stuff uh, as Trial uh, Trial and Error Clothing or Trial X Error Error Clothing. So TXE Clothing on Instagram. There check you it go. out. He's got like some cool shit. There you go. Fucking love it. Okay, um, on to some sports talk and other shit. The Patriots, I think, is a good place to start because there's no hot stove news. Actually, the Braves might have signed Drew Smiley. I think I saw that's huge, right? Oh, yeah, fucking hot stove heating up, baby. (laughs) The rest of the market is going to fall into place now. (laughs) Now now we're cooking. Um, We're cooking with glass. Uh, but the Patriots, they beat the Ravens last night. It was a pretty impressive game. Even you know The weather wasn't ideal, but it fit both teams' play styles, and the Patriots came out on top. I thought they played a fucking great game. And, uh, of course, now they've got my hopes back up that they can somehow sneak into a playoff spot, even though the AFC is looking pretty tough. Yeah. The Ravens are kind of frauds, though. I don't think that they're that good, to be honest with you. So that's where I'm kind of hesitant. You know what I mean? I understand what you're saying because uh, they're pretty one-dimensional at what they do. Like, you know what you're going to get out of them, and if you can just make them a little bit uncomfortable, then you can stop read option. Well, don't get me wrong. They're still playoff team. In the box. Yeah. You know, like, I I think the scheme really just affects the Ravens more than anything against the Patriots. Like, the Patriots has the perfect defense to, to. Get rid of that. All you have to do is play cover three. Make sure that two guys can't catch the ball. You know, you have a full house pistol, like, half the time. Like, you know, it's not hard. It's not hard well, at all. Helps. The teams that have trouble are the teams that don't have great defensive schemes. And the Patriots have that. It also helps uh, that the Ravens have absolutely no wide receivers. Yeah, no, that too. Like, but... Hollywood well, Brown kind of disappeared. He, yeah. he has been a sophomore slump and a half yeah and um you know mark andrews is a beast don't get me wrong i like that guy's an animal but that's really all you got and lamar does even last night he was making his plays like how the hell does he just find a way to do that he's still an awesome player not having quite the same year but i agree gilly i don't think they're that super bowl contender that a lot of people had them as coming into this year and where they looked like at the beginning of the season but uh, if you had to pick, here's a question, between the Ravens and the Browns right now, who would you take? Uh, the Browns. I'd take the Browns 100%. I who's going to be better or who have a better finish? Yeah, who's going to finish better? They're both 6-3 and three right now, same division. I think I I'll still take yeah. – I, I, Dude, Baker's bad. Dude, he didn't need to be good last week. He didn't do yeah. like, even try to do anything. That okay. wasn't even their game plan. Yeah. They just fed it was, up. It was also the Texans, like who are a really bad team. I just oh, I, I, I've lost, I've lost ugly, faith. I've lost pretty. faith in Baker. I still like I still like him. I want him to be good. I'm rooting for him, but I've just lost faith in him. He right can't now. be good at the offense, Oliver. He cannot be good. What are you talking just... about? Yes, he can. 
No, he cannot. Not the way they run that offense. He cannot do everything he should be doing. Because he's not good enough. Please. No, yes. it's, not, oh. no, it's not because he's Dude, not Dude, Baker good. is not good enough. It is the wrong offense for that man. I think it's the easiest offense for him. They're no. a power-running team. He, there should be no pressure on him at all. There's no pressure on him. He just <sighs> he just hands it off. Dude, he's not good right now. Putting somebody under center that doesn't want to be under center. How do you know he doesn't uh, want to be a... under center? What? How do you know he doesn't want to be under center? He is the type of quarterback that I know would not want to be under center. That's, I, mean, I think that's just speculation on your end. I just don't think Baker's accurate anymore. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, come on. Dude, what, like, I'm a Baker Newton. guy. I want Baker to be good, but he's not good. I don't know why that's so hard to accept. He, not, he's solid, dude. He's not. It's not like he's putting up MVP numbers, obviously, but at the same time, I think he's still a very respectable quarterback, and he's still – I don't know. I would not be mad if he was my quarterback of the next – uh, I don't know, three to five years right now. What about right now, Th- like this year? I'm content with it. They're winning, dude. Would you rather lose pretty or win ugly? Pretty simple. Win ugly. 10 out of 10. He's getting it done. Okay. I think Baker Mayfield needs to be traded to the Tampa Bay Bucks after Tom Brady's gone. Then we'll really see what, what he's got. <laughs> yeah, but New England won't do him right either. Just like they're not doing Cam Newton right. I think that Cam's dude is not a guy great. that Cam's been I, playing great the past couple weeks. It's, he has, but Cam season was also, by again. COVID. He's not an understander quarterback. You put this dude in a situation like Lamar Jackson has Cam Newton. That dude thrives. No, he's not. The, he's thrives. not that guy um, anymore. But good. he is mentally. That's all I'm saying. He won't make the 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 plays. Per se, but if you want to run RPO with Cam Newton, he's going to throw a dot on a slant. I'm just saying, it's no, a short not. throw. He can't throw a slant this year. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> I think their game plan with Cam though is okay. Like, I think he, they've been good he, lately. Quarterback power because he's fucking huge. Well, exactly, yeah. and that's kind of what they're doing though, is it not? Like they're he had 11 rushes last night and only 17 passes. But they also like, put him in the worst situations, like. So, like, the Bills game that they should have won. I had this argument with Oliver on Twitter. He, they shouldn't have run that quarterback power to end the game. You know Cam Newton, right, is, you know, just runs. Like, he just throws his arms around. Like, he's just a, a runner. He'll occasionally run somebody over, or he just dives on the ground now that he's older. Whatever. But to, to call that play, yes, it was one of the most effective plays that they have in the book, but the way Cam Newton runs that play – it just was not the right call for Josh McDaniels. Like, I just feel like a lot of the these quarterbacks are in wrong situations that they should they should not be in these playbooks. Uh, I don't know. If he doesn't fumble, we win, though. Yeah, that's, you know what, I mean? that's, what, that's what I'm saying. saying you like, don't call that play. You well, just don't call that play. You have to have faith in your quarterback at that point. He's been That's what they've been good at all year. He, he just turned the ball over. That's I think that's way more on Cam Newton than on Josh McDaniels against Buffalo. I don't know. Not me, dude. I don't know. But you guys are also New England fans, so you have to blame the guys that's, that's at fault. Like, yeah, I, don't know. I, I think Cam Newton was at same... fault that game. I, I, I know, honest, but... I think there have been other moments this year where I've been like, dude, what are you calling with McDaniels? Definitely. But that's, that's one of them, for me at least. You know what Definitely I Definitely mean? agree. Because yeah, I'm trying not. to think of one. The most There's one game where I was like... The 49ers game was bad play calling. Yeah, that, that made in no the first sense. Half. 
they were like running. It was like they were just running into a wall, like first, second down, and then they'd have third and twelve, and then they'd run yeah, like a draw. In the running play. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what are you guys trying to do with it? Like you, that that was an awfully called game. Like I thought we were tanking. That was when I was like convinced. Right, like, they're not trying to win at all anymore. I agree. The Chiro play calling back in uh, twenty ten. They they've they they know who they are right now, and that they're they're going to keep being that power running team. They just ran they just ran it right down the middle against the Ravens all night, and the Ravens have one of the best run defenses. Now they were missing Calais Campbell, and uh, they lost what's his name too. They lost another guy, but they still have you know a very respectable defense, I think, and they. The offense looked pretty solid last night. There weren't many negative plays up until like the fourth quarter when the Ravens just brought nine people in a row like three times. Uh, I've been pleasantly surprised with Cam's last three games. Uh, the last three games include Buffalo. Obviously, there was that turnover that cost him the game, but up until then, he played very respectable, I think. And then the Jets, he played really well. And then the last Jets night... I still so think that his best game was the Seahawks, but I don't know if we can count that because the Seahawks are just literally probably like literally the worst defense of all time <laughs> right now. So, uh, yeah, I, the Jets and the Jets are really bad, but at least he's playing well now, you know, and I really it's it's interesting. And in, I think football is a kind of a, a good um, indicator of it, because even like um, in college football, you're kind of seeing it a bit. But like we don't even understand the effects that COVID has long term when someone has it. And I think even though Cam was like, I shouldn't say over it, but he no longer had it, I think he he seemed to be affected by it for one reason or another, whether it was the time missed that maybe he was just all thrown off by or if he was still affected from it. I don't know. That's just like something interesting to kind of watch moving forward for for different guys and not even to the point of like a – not like an Erod situation where it's like super-duper detrimental to his health but like little lingering effects that you hear about like normal people having. Uh, even like quarterbacks can be affected by. Yeah, it's a great point. Cam pre-COVID and post-COVID is two different guys. Uh, he looked fantastic coming out earlier, but now he, you can tell he's you know he's been struggling to get back. To yeah, his, those his uh, couple ball. games when he came back was the Broncos where he was bad. And the whole team was bad then, like but and then the 49ers was really bad. Um, right. But like you said, Gilly, he kind of shut that down and was like, no, like, I feel great. I'm fine. Like I was asymptomatic, but you don't practice for two weeks. You come back, like not knowing what's going on. You get benched in a game. Like your mental state's not there. Like it's all. Wow. Tied... Doesn't that feel like forever ago when he got yeah. benched? Yeah. I kind of forgot about that already. It, it all does have ties back to COVID, but he's trying to find, he, I think he's starting to find a groove. I think the offense is starting to find their groove. And a, a, a big part of that is Jacoby Myers, baby. Wide receiver one, Jacoby Myers. That was such a tight window, by the way. Put that guy at quarterback. Seriously, dude, that was like a (laughs) literally a top three to five throw this year from Patriots quarterbacks. I think. Yeah. (laughs) That was such a throw when he threw that. I was like, he's overthrowing Burkhead by ten yards when I saw it, and it was right in the basket. What a fucking play! There was a stat too. It was like the highest ball of the year or something. There's a, an example of a little spicy McDaniel's play call that was awesome. Sometimes mm. he definitely does try to get too cute with it, especially like just overusing screens. But I think they found out. That's another thing that I've noticed is they really have not been running many screens lately. 
and I just think it's because Cam Newton sucks at it. He is too nonchalant. Yeah, he's yeah. too nonchalant about screens. He has to sell it a lot more. I agree. Just that's yeah. one thing Brady was really good at. You never really knew which direction the screen was going, and Cam is just so obvious about it, and <laughs> he's just and not Brady's good just, at it. And Brady's just more careful. You know what I mean? It's like it, if there was a situation where Brady couldn't get the ball off or make that play fake to get the screen, you knew it was going right in the ground. Yep. Cam might be taking a sack there. So it's like or like trying know, to make something out of nothing. Exactly, and it just not doesn't work. So you know, to take away eight yards, it's just too much of a hazard to call that play. Yeah, and they've gone away from it. So um, generally speaking, anyway, they still run like maybe one or two a game, but they they usually run like five or six screens a game. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you can't do it if your quarterback's not good at it. Nope. It's like Damian Harris, by the way. Damian Harris, listen, thank you, Sony Michelle, for your efforts in the Super Bowl run two years ago. Uh, but, like, Gilly, was that you that tweeted that last night? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I was a Sony defender this year because he, he was kind of getting back to form this year, but he, he was, doesn't yeah. have a spot anymore. Like, he lost it. Like, sorry, yeah, Damian okay. Harris is too good. He's way more explosive. He runs way harder. He's faster. He just does everything that Sony Michelle did good. Damien Harris just does better. Yep. Sony Michelle will pick up with another team and, you know, that'll be it. But, I mean, yeah, this is Damien Harris' team now. Damien Harris is a fucking And even cat. Burkhead. Even Burkhead still looks like – I think they use Burkhead the perfect amount and and they don't overuse him. He plays probably 20 to 25 snaps a game and he's always fresh. And yeah. he doesn't fumble anymore. He used to fumble so much. True. <laughs> but he's he's fixed that, and now he's he's been awesome this year. He has the most reception touchdowns on the team. Fun fact. Really? Yeah. Actually, they had they had two passing touchdowns last night, right? He had both of them, right? He caught both of them, but here's a little quiz. Before, the, before last night, they had three passing touchdowns all year. Do you know who they are? Is it? No. Uh, Myers? Nope, nope, nope. Oh, Myers didn't call one? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. Nikhil Harry definitely caught one. Nikhil Harry caught one. Okay. With Jared Stedham against the Chiefs. Yup, okay, yeah, I remember that night because I was like, oh my god. Uh, one was against the Raiders. Think uh, about who scored all the touchdowns that game. And he scored all the touchdowns last night. Burkhead. Burkhead. Oh, yep. Burkhead. Oh, okay. Burkhead, <laughs> Burkhead caught a screen for a touchdown Wait, against the Raiders. <laughs> and the person who caught the first touchdown of the season against the Seahawks was none other than. Edelman? No. No. Um, probably the had there. Jacob Johnson, right? Jacob Johnson. He probably had the lowest odds, like the first reception yeah, touchdown of the season. Yeah, I remember being mad that he scored that. To be honest with you, because I think uh, I was just hoping for a, a fantasy opportunity, and it didn't work yep. out yeah. with any of the teams. Because it was that like cool, anyway. like QB power fake fullback wide open in the flat touchdown play. Um, but yeah, they had. Two pass touchdowns last night, right? Both to Burkhead? Yeah. 
And then Cam ran one in. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, Bearcat has three receiving touchdowns now. That leaves the team by a lot. <laughs> Fun fact. So crazy. Is he, is he the best offensive weapon on the Patriots? I think Myers is right now. Think so. Like, not counting Cam. Oh, well, I mean, even counting Cam, are you really like... Mm. I mean, lately Cam's look good, but Myers has been the difference maker, I think. Yeah, no, I'm just curious. Because I, I had that poll recently on Twitter. Where it was like, who overall, at least, is the best Patriots player? Which I feel like I've gotten different answers from different people I've kind of talked to about that. Because it's like, I don't know. What's what's your guys' answer uh, regarding that? I think I'm best going Myers right now. Roster. Like, active player, I should say. On the so offense? No Gilmore. No, no, overall. Overall, oh. on the entire team. Without okay. Gilmore in the mix right now. Oh, okay. It's Jason Currently. Jackson. Yeah. I don't, even, I, don't, I don't even think it's really close, to be honest. Yeah. Who's he had five picks in five games? He's got Tooney's... six in the mix for me. But yeah. Oh, yeah, O-line. The whole O-line is just awesome. Yeah. That's no, true. but it, it, it is just interesting, though, how it's like such a – I don't know. There's not really a, a super-duper clear-cut answer. Not like the, the past 20 freaking years for us. It's yeah. just interesting. Saying, saying Some might even say Devin McCourty. Yeah, good. And granted, I mean, you're you're in trouble if your best player is an, like a 34 year old safety. Yeah, I mean, but. he's definitely taken a little step back, but he's still all mentally there, right? He's you know probably lost a step or two on his on the speed aspect, but he's still really good. He, yeah. by the way, just reached 10,000 snaps in his career. That's crazy. That is crazy. Do you think he's the best safety of the decade? Free safety of the decade. Uh, after Deron Harmon, hell yeah! <laughs> wow. Enjoy, enjoy Richards. <laughs> um, I think who else? Because Ed Reed is previous decade, would you say? Right? Yeah, I would. I think it's him or Earl Thomas, right? Mm. Earl played like fucking what, like four years of this decade? Who? Earl Thomas. How much did he play? This he decade? played up until this year. Yeah, yeah but hurt for years. He's always yeah. injured. Yeah. True. True. I just think of him getting carted off and flipping off his own sideline. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm, you're probably right, though. I saw um, that. Someone tweeted that on my timeline, and I was like, I never really thought about that, but that might be legit. Yeah, no. I I can't think of anyone else that would be relatively close. Eric Berry, but the longevity isn't there. He's played like half the decade as well, unfortunately, because that's... Not really at in his control, but he was really good when he was playing. Wow, Oliver. Like, oh, Weddle? Yeah. Yeah. He kind yeah. of fell off the second half of this decade, though. Like, he was, like, if it was, like, 2006, whenever he came in to, like, 2014, 15, right? That was probably his dominance. Harrison Smith, is he a free safety or a strong safety? He would probably be in the conversation. Man, I wish, like, I think it. I me personally, like, I think Devin McCourty probably is it as well. But I think it would be no question if Cam Chancellor was still playing. He was strong safety. Strong safety, right? Because Earl Thomas. I don't think so. Yeah, well, because Earl Thomas was the free safety, right? That's what I thought. I still think if it was strong safety, Cam Chancellor would still have it. I think. Oh, his best overall safety, you mean? No, I I was talking free safety, but if we're talking strong safety, I go Cam Chancellor because I thought he was a strong safety as well. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess he was. 
He's probably the best strong safety of the decade, I would say. I can't think of anyone better than mm. him. Even though he hasn't played for like two years. Mm. It's been longer than that, I think. I'm trying to think. It's got to be someone else. Yeah. It's 2017. I was going to say, Jamal Adams is up there, but he's only been around for a few years now. I fucking hate that guy. Jamal Adams? Yeah. He's nasty, though. He's very good at 70% of his job, but he's so bad in coverage. He's like, you don't really know where he's going, obviously. He makes a bunch of plays, but if he's one-on-one yeah. with someone, I'm picking on him. Like, Edelman, Edelman was running past him, though. Like, come on. I'm yeah. just thinking of strong safeties, I guess. Landon Collins, too. Landon Collins is good. I would take Cam Chancer over him all day, every day, though. Yeah, me too, but that's a good, another good one. He is good. Um. So, also, uh, there was the the Bills game yesterday was just game of the year. It was fucking crazy. Dude, my power went out right at the end. <laughs> like, literally, like, I'm talking about, like, five minutes before the end. Then I put my phone on, and, uh, Dude, this is the best part. I put my phone on watching the I was watching it at red zone, and my dad had put the generator on in that moment. So my dad fucking was watching TV now, and I'm still watching it from my phone. And as the play's happening, my dad calls me, and he had already seen it on TV because <laughs> it happened like I had it on TV like a moment before. Yeah. So he calls me up, and I'm like, "What?" He's like, "You see that play?" I'm like, "I'm watching it right now." <laughs> <laughs> I missed it live. I'm like, God damn it, dude! Uh, <laughs> that's the play that made me beat you this week. Yep, that was it. Hopkins, so baby. Oh, dude! And you told me that to fucking bench Juju for Michael Thomas, dude. You know, you know why would you? I didn't even know that like we were playing each other. Like, I didn't even click when you asked me that. I was like, yeah, Juju, Geo, no doubt, book it, or what did I say? Michael Thomas and G- Geo. It seems like a no brainer. Yeah, normally. In, in, like, you know, 2019, that would have worked out. <laughs> or, like, last week. Yeah, <laughs> true. Gio had a good game last week. I think Gio had a bye last week, but the, the, two weeks prior to that, he was... Oh, yeah, well, last time he out. played, he had a good game. Yeah. yeah this, this has been the year of Michael Thomas, like, this is, like... Yeah, dude, Conor how is Michael Thomas being the best wide receiver in the league holding up for you? Dude, slap across the fucking face. Hardcore. This is like, my face is like beat red from being slapped by my favorite player. Decided what happened this week with him? He just did sucked. He, no, did he even like get, he had like a few targets, right? Like I know last week it was like not a crazy amount. I don't know. Like the first game back, I don't know if it's different. Is he playing a lot? Or like, I don't even know. I haven't really looked into it. I think he's playing normal amount of snaps, but I think, I think Breeze kind of sucks too and and Breeze got hurt, and then I don't know what's going on. And Michael Thomas is just not looking the same, and it just it just hurts me. It's just really painful. But you know what? Hopefully, he you know I think I think when Jameis is the quarterback now, he'll be slinging it a lot more, and it's time to unleash. Because last year, when you think about it, Michael Thomas was really effective with Bridgewater. Not that Bridgewater is a big slinger, but he's not a big you know. slinger. Yeah, but he but was running those slants well with Teddy. Hell yeah, best slant runner in the league. I'll give you that. <laughs> but, yeah, I think – so I think that Michael Thomas starts getting better near the end here. And, uh, yeah, I think the Jameis era will be all right for the, for the Saints too. 
Oh, that. Taysom Hill. You guys see that with a uh, like leading up to <laughs> Jameis being like the the guy who filled in for Breeze. All the comments by Sean Payton, where it was like, "Yeah, I think Taysom Hill's earned the right to be backup quarterback and all this shit." And it's like, oh, "Well, my God. not really." Let the speculation begin. Yeah, it's just funny. That'd be awesome if they actually let him. They still won't, though. That might be a fun uh, waiver wire pickup this week and plug him in at tight end, though. Good luck. Uh, no, I don't think I've looked into that because I, I own him in a few leagues, and um, I don't think that's how it would work. I think they would need to change him to quarterback in order for him to be eligible there so you wouldn't get to like play a quarterback at tight end. Not like a fantasy uh, baseball RPSB thing. <laughs> Lamb. Yeah, I looked into it because I was really curious because I was like, even just like from Breeze's play early on this season, I was like, ooh, I wonder if they would just bench him straight up for Taysom Hill and do a little, uh, not Lamar Jackson, but sort of type deal. But sadly not. Right, then he comes in like sort of 26 points as a tight end. Like, yeah, exactly. Like tight end eligible. That'd be nasty. And who knows? Maybe, maybe ESPN will handle it differently, but I did some digging and there were some other people online that thought similarly, and that's what the consensus was. Unfortunately, I think back in the day, Joe Webb, like he was one of them that like kind of switched back and forth midseason, and that's that's what it's based off of. There might have been another guy, (laughs) basically, which makes I mean it does make sense because that would be dumb. Imagine Fangs playing someone that was like had two quarterbacks, one at tight end. Of all positions, two tight end. It's not even like wide receiver. Can you guys think of any other awful, awful NFL trades like the DeAndre Hopkins one? Like, that was such a bad trade. Obviously from the start. And we kind of knew from the beginning, we were like, yeah, that, like you're trading the best wide receiver for a running back who's coming off injuries the past couple of years. Maybe you're banking on a big comeback season, and guess what? He's hurt this year, and DeAndre Hopkins is still the fucking best in the league. Can you think of any other really bad NFL trades? I feel like they're harder to come by. Um... Randy Moss to the Patriots is pretty bad. Like, obviously, it was, like, weird because that was um, – the Raiders were kind of done with him. And yeah. It, but still, at the same time, like, that just – I think, what was that, a fifth rounder? Something like that. it was that. a fourth. Okay. But, but some, still. Like, yeah, something like got. mid to late. Yeah, and they got 26 touchdowns or whatever it was yeah, next year. Exactly. Fucking crazy. I've been um, for it. I mean, you could I, even argue uh, before Steve's big take, well, the Welker trade was really bad too. Now that you look back, because wasn't it like a second round pick for what? Welker? The Patriots trade? Oh, no way. Less than that, dude. I bet it was like a sixth or a seventh. Uh, I think it was high. I think it was higher. I think it was higher than I remembered because I was like, like I look oh, back on right. it. Oh, yeah, right. Looking it up. Was it's it a The Patriots sent their 2007 second and seventh. Wow. I thought sure. it was like. Just a seventh, to be honest with you. Even even thought, that was a big commitment. Damn, it was. But they got way more than what they probably bargained for at that point. True, true. I thought that was more of a steal, but. Huh. All right, big take time. You ready? Yeah. The the Hopkins trade, terrible, awful, one of the worst trades ever. And I'm happy it happened, just because there's another trade like that. In baseball, it's the Mookie trade, and I think that the Hopkins trade is equivalent to the Mookie trade if you're a Texas fan. I don't. Why not? I'm thinking, like, generational talent, like, face of the franchise. Because you also have to think about the return value. What they get? They got fucking fleece. Who? Oh, the Texans. 
Oh, Texans, yeah, absolutely. The Red Sox got way back, got back way better pieces than what the Texans got, though. Like, look, I, 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 if if yes. I'm going backwards, I'm still not like I don't want them to do the trade, right? And this comes down to ownership, just not wanting to pay him. But yeah. you got back Verdugo, who looked really good, and um, you have you hopefully you have a middle infield piece for the next five six years in Jeter Downs. We'll see what happens there. Not uh, to transition too much, but did you guys see um, the pics today that the Red Sox posted of uh, Alex Verdugo? Yeah, no. yeah, I did. No. What a douchebag! <laughs> what a, he's got like a grill in like these photos. It's like just Doogie being Doogie, and oh. it's like his little I don't know <laughs> socks confidential. Yeah, it's it's like a, a little YouTube video that comes with it, but the photos that they took like as as a hype, just like literally him just like showing off his grill and it, like his it, chain and shit and like chain is whatever, but the grill. I was like, are you serious? Oh, he literally oh, looked like yeah. riffraff. It was a cold wall. It was it was not good. I almost I, I I was thinking of something to say to the Red Sox, but I didn't want to get blocked from the SSBT account, so I didn't say anything. Um, what is that? God damn that, it! You know, it was <laughs> it was cringe city. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. Are you, are you, no reason to. Like, what are we doing? Does he have his pinky up to his mouth? No, yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, it was it was it was gross. No way to dance around that one. No. Oh I'd like yeah. to throw one of the worst NFL trades of all time at you guys. Yeah. Straight out of the ATL. I got a jersey from this guy. And it's Brett Favre. True. Yeah, that's not a good one. Whoa. I mean, it yeah. was like a I think it was like a night uh, it was like 20, 1920 in the next year's draft overall pick. Let's but still, out. I don't remember. Uh, the but Trent Richardson was, trade was really bad, too. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it was. I th- yeah. I was a believer in Trent Richardson, too. I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe a change of scenery. Oh, it was Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk was bad as well. I'm like going yeah. old, older now. Sorry. I was gonna say Herschel Walker is like the classic one, right? Where it was like that was insane at the time. Yeah, true. That's like the old school one. Um, Mike Vick actually, that was another one where it was like, I forget what team traded that pick, but like they could have taken Mike Vick and instead they traded to the Falcons. Um, and they really should have taken Michael Vick. <laughs> the Herschel Walker. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of who that was in that draft. Dude, I can find it. Uh, Tomlinson? Say. TCU. I think that's what it was because the Falcons were going to take or trade back and they ended up taking Vic at one. And then the Chargers ended up getting Tomlinson somewhere. I don't remember where he went, but it was later where the Falcons yeah. were trying to get to. That's funny. Isn't that crazy? Think about what could have been. Um, the um, although these are weird, I guess, because you have like the uh, the Eli Manning Philip Rivers trade, like that was like f- forced out of it, and like same thing with uh, John Elway, because there's a and there's a thirty for thirty on that one, I think I forget what it's called, but where John Elway forced his way to get traded to the uh, to the Broncos. From where? I think it was Indy. I think he didn't want to go to the Colts. Why did I know that? I thought it was the Baltimore Colts, so I shouldn't say. Uh, anything, but yeah, 
I'm just looking at the Herschel Walker trade. There's a whole Wikipedia page about the Herschel Walker trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's not a crazy amount of lopsided NFL ones, but there are there are some diamonds in the rough there. Mm. Hopkins, my God, though, that's that, that, yeah, that was crazy. Superstars in the NFL don't get traded often. Even the OBA tra- OBJ trade at the time, you were like, "That's a lot," but like it's worked out for both sides, you know. True. Yeah, yeah it's really fine. Or Jamal Adams, like they they pay Seahawks pay the they price to get him. Yeah. No, Let's see true. what the Falcons trade Julio for this offseason. You think it'll happen? Yep. At big a certain point, you're like, right, sure, right? If you're not going to win, at a certain point, it's like, all right, if you if he's not on the next team that's going to be a contender, then you might as well, right? I don't know. It's Julio attitude, too. Like, I'm not calling him out or anything, but, like, he is – he wants to be the best on the field. And, yeah, Calvin Ridley's out right now, and he's hurt and all that junk. But, like, Calvin Ridley stole a lot of the light. You saw Julio on the on the bench, like, pouting a lot of the time. Like, and he wasn't getting the ball, and they were losing. All, and then he's just uh, hurt. He's always hurt. Always something when he's upset. You know what I mean? I just think that just get something for him now while you still can. You know what I mean? True. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, as much as I don't want to, I love Julio. Like when he's actually playing and doing well. But you, you got to trade him at this point. I, I'm all in on the automatic reset for the Falcons. Like, let's just do it. Trade Matt Ryan. Send him somewhere else. Not that anywhere else really needs him. But Cordero Patterson, let's go. See that? Just wait. <laughs> yeah, he just caught the ball. So who? I mean, where could Matt Ryan get traded to realistically? Like, who's going to be in the mix? The maybe the Colts, Colts if they're like Philip Rivers. That's funny. The Bears, um, Bears, true. Although I feel like, yeah, because the Bears are in a position where I think their defense is still. It's not like dominant like it was two years ago, but their defense is still very, very good. And if yeah. they have a competent quarterback, I know. Um. Even I have been down on Matt Ryan this year. He's not as bad as I thought he was going to be. He looked really bad there for a little while, but he's been all right. I think like you put Matt Ryan on the Bears, and well, you you got a wagon, maybe not a wagon, but you got a a significant upgrade. You're yeah. not asking if his ass is fat, Oliver. <laughs> Does Matt Ryan have a fat ass? Get a wap, dude. Get a wap. I don't know. <laughs> Matt Ryan might be packing. I don't know. Nah, I don't want it. What about what do you guys think though? In terms of like, I I feel like five years. It's so funny how different the conversation is um, than it it was two weeks ago with a Cam. Like, would you want Cam back at this point? Uh, Like, no. You're no. I'm like, what? What are my options? Because no, that is the trouble, right? Like, how much money was someone else actually going to pay Cam? Like. Cam looked really bad there for for that stretch, but he's coming around and he fits what the Patriots want to do offensively right now and probably for the next couple of years. Well, yeah. I don't know if he fits it or if it's like we fit to him, and that's why Belichick I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's like maybe they want to do – maybe there are plays that they can't call right now because – 
they a don't have the weapons and b don't have the quarterback, but they're it goes the other way too. They can call like their goal line packages are brand new this year. Your QB powers and all this crap, but I think yeah. uh, there's certainly worse options than Cam Newton out there right now, and I was not saying that two weeks ago. <laughs> so that shows you how week to week my mindset is right now. Anyways. Well, at this point, too, it seems like it's apparent that we're not – and granted, it was a slim chance before. But when we were losing to the Jets, there was a sliver of hope that like a Trevor Lawrence or a Justin Fields might be within grasp. Yeah. That's pretty much all gone at this point unless they trade everything to go up and get a guy like that. Agreed. Which even then, I don't think that's happening. So now that l- options are so limited, I mean, Cam's probably an option to bring back. Um, maybe like Jameis does his little – Teddy True. Bridgewater imitation and rehits the market looking for a starting job. Um, I don't. I don't know if. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know if I would feel much better about Jameis than I do Cam. Um, I don't think I would just because no. Jameis without any elite wide receivers sounds terrifying. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he was fun in Tampa, but he also had Mike Evans and he had Chris Godwin a breakout year, and like he he had big bodies to throw to. He's not going to have that here. He's going to have to make really tight throws. I don't think he can uh, – I mean, it would be fun just to see Jameis again, but not on my team. <laughs> That's fair. I'm all about the – the only reason why I say Matt Ryan, though, at, at the start of that conversation, is because I am all in on Justin Fields or Ian Book for the, the fuck Falcons. is Ian Book? Oh, you don't want Ian Book. The I, really do. I really oh, do. I really do. Who's God. that? I do. I I like him a lot just because I think it's kind of where the Falcons are going with their short game offense. And I don't know. I I just do. I don't mind him. Uh, I know it's kind of a fluke. He's playing ACC teams. Like, I don't know. But he looked damn good against BC, and BC's had a great defense. Who's this uh, BYU kid that I'm hearing about? Zach Wilson, baby. Is that that's like yeah. a the oh I I follow this one of the guys I used to play Madden with is like a big 49ers guy, and he's been all in on him for the 49ers next year. Like he, this guy that I follow is completely done with Jimmy G. He's like, look, he is what he is at this point. We know what he is. Let's let's just keep losing and take this guy and put some pressure on Jimmy G and see what we can get out of him. What's his name? Zach idea. Wilson. Is that what you said? Like, every time the 49ers lose now, we just post a picture of him. He's, like, one step closer. <laughs> There's a part of Patriots Twitter that's, like, really into him as, a, as like, the quarterback. And realistically, he might be – I don't know. I don't know. It's so tough to predict what, the, like, the draft will look like. But he could be, like, the third or fourth quarterback off the board. So maybe that's, like, mid early, to late first round. Like, or early teens, mid-teens round. area probably. Yeah, and it's always – because it's going to be a huge gap, I think, between – Lawrence Fields and then everybody else. Yeah. But then again, you look at last year, a guy like Jordan Love, who right. some people had as like a third rounder, gets drafted in the first round in the twenties. By a team that has uh, one of the best quarterbacks. Doesn't need in the a league. quarterback. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. And then you, the um there's another kid too. I think is it North Dakota State? One of the Dakotas, Trey Lance. He's like yeah. another Jordan Love type where it's like he kinda he runs the ball really well, he's really accurate. Um, but it's just a matter of like who he's actually played. He's right. a guy that I feel like Patriots fans will like fall in love with when the draft comes around. But I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. 
Whatever I don't either, to, and it's not my job to make. <laughs> whatever happened to, to Deshaun Kaiser? He sucked. He was so bad. Yeah, because he was... <laughs> wasn't he, he was a... Was he the backup for the Browns when Baker got drafted too? Yeah, he I feel like because he was on Hard Knocks, he was like on that. They had their little bus, maybe. He was. Do you remember the, that? He was the quarterback for the own sixteen. Yes, team, right, wasn't right, he? Yeah. right. He was the own sixteen team quarterback. Oh yeah, you're right. That season, yeah. And then I think they brought him back, but then cut him. Wasn't he? He was, he was a, on the Packers. Packer. I think he was on the, was. the backup last year for the Packers. I think it was two years ago, to be honest. It could have been two years ago, yeah. But I thought he had a chance to be a starter. He was huge. He, wasn't he like 6'6 six, six and fast? Yeah. Like Terrell Pryor type? Yeah. I wish Pryor got a shot. Maybe, By the way, maybe you see Deshaun Kaiser come back as a tight end like Logan Thomas or some shit. Oh, by the way, I'm also in on that kid from uh, North Carolina. Who is that guy? Oh, yeah. Um, Sam Howell? I don't know. I don't know his name, but yeah, Sam Howell. He's like what the he best for like six touchdowns the other day. Yeah, actually, you're right. So he's probably going to be the third one off the board. They've got a they've got a beast wide receiver out there, don't they? Yeah, That's yeah, they climbing do. boards. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that game, and I was like, "Damn, that kid, that kid's good." That's another thing, though. Like, I guess it depends, and we're getting into a little draft talk here, but it, it depends where you are and who's available, but. Do you, what do you do? Like I think the Patriots have a lot of needs, offensively, anyways, and even defensively. Like they don't have a really, they don't really have a linebacker or a defensive lineman to na- to name. Like Winovich and Uche are starting to play a little bit more. But, yeah, but I, I mean, know. we don't even know if we have Hightower back next year. True. He's yeah, gonna, he could just retire. Technically, he could be a free agent. Well, no, I think that because he's signed for this year. But like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, he could retire, or maybe they even cut him because it's. I was going to say cut too, yeah. But that'll be interesting. But no, how? No, that's a good point. Actually, he actually struggled early this season. He like had no like deep balls for like the longest stretch. But now he's like cooking it back up. He might be the third quarterback off the board, so he could be a Patriots target if they have like a low team pick. I don't know if you know. Uh, there's one other guy. Who did I meet the coach from? Uh, not Iowa. It might be Iowa State, a Big Twelve team. Oh, so I talked. Right, <laughs> so I, uh, I talked to the special teams coordinator at Iowa State. He was at a coaching clinic, the same one I saw McDaniel's at, and he was saying like their quarterback's gonna like blow up. Is yeah, that he'll, is, he'll is that good? Is he good? He's okay. I don't trust him. I think Connor likes him more than I do because he. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't love him. But again, Bryce Purdy is his name. He's he's interesting, but I think he is. Is he draft eligible? He's probably. Like I, a I have no idea. All I remember is is like this guy was like counting him up. He was like, "Oh, this is the second coming. Uh, such a good quarterback, high IQ." <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, he'll definitely make the NFL. I just don't know. I don't know. It's Big Twelve is like weird too because it's just like that's such a shit show of a conference where everyone just scores a fuck ton. So you have, like, no idea who, like, actually is going to be able to be good at the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's if everyone's scoring 40 a game, then how do you know who's actually a legit, like, quarterback? But And then the uh, the Texas kid, Ellinger, he's another one, but I don't even think he's going to get drafted that high. Kind of I haven't thing, watched but. Texas football since Vince Young. 
dude, you're not alone. Not a lot of people have. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> they are rough. But, yeah, no. Could be interesting, though. I mean, there are a bunch of names, at least, in terms of quarterbacks. I think Zach Wilson's fun, though, if you guys get a chance. Especially BYU, they don't really have a tough schedule, so they just kind of sling it and shit. But he's, like, fun to watch. So it's like you're just watching, like, almost almost like a Russell Wilson type where he's just, like, running around and just slinging it, slinging it. So it's it, it's cool to see, and they put up like six not sixty a game, but they've hit sixty a few times this year. That's cool. I hope we get one of those quarterbacks, man. Just just one. Just I don't care who. I know, just someone to be excited about, like more than we were about Stidham. Like we tried with Stidham. Yeah, we kind of had yeah. to. Yeah. It's like, what else are we gonna do? Just like, not. I don't know. I think we had to, and then. <laughs> um, Look, I still love Cam. I, he's got – you know exactly what he is, but we'll see how we, he does down the stretch here when you have a better idea of how you feel about him in the future, I think. True. Like, if he if he has a, a steady, consistent, like, takes care of the ball better second half here, and then you, you're going to talk yourself into, oh, those games that you played shitty was COVID-related and um, you, you he played – 12 great games or 13 good games and he had, he went 9 and 7 or 8 and 8 wherever they end up going at that point you're going to talk yourself into Cam Newton being around for another 2 or 3 years I think and it really is unclear too like what market would materialize for him right like we just kind of struggle to name landing spots for even like a Matt Ryan type yeah. So maybe the Colts, if they give up on Phillip Rivers and they don't believe in Brissett enough. The Jaguars, um, but they're probably going to take one of those guys at the top true. of the draft. Oh, yeah. Jags and Jets will probably, and I guess Falcons too, be in the mix for Lawrence and Fields. Hmm. Um, I think the Falcons would be more of a landing spot than anywhere else just because he's a South guy, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but the Jaguars are so much worse than the Falcons. No, but I, I think I'm with you. Like the Jaguars are going to take somebody. Yeah. Like they're definitely going to take some. They want. They want to go young. They always have. They just have gotten the right. The, I mean, the wrong guys. But like somebody like the Falcons, if they need like a, a bridge year or two years. Oh, like, so oh. I'm saying like Cam could en- end up somewhere like that. I gotcha. It, just the just the way the p- style of play, That'd like ending. I could never. What I could never. Is? At the Falcons. Yeah. Isn't that kind of it? like he's got weapons? It's kind Dude, of like is, recreating Jameis... his Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, um, that would definitely be kind of like a. Don't lie, a you, would, you, Falcons. you would watch them if they had Jameis. <laughs> you couldn't not, dude. They put up thirty-five a game and still lose. Like they go six and ten, averaging like thirty-eight uh, that'd be a blast, points a game. Though. That'd be like that'd be such Actually, a fun year. They'd be pretty Actually. similar to the Bucks last year, honestly. I don't know. I don't want that though. I, at this point, I definitely want to restart. And yeah, even if it's trading up in the draft, like if we're not getting somebody like Cam, like if you're gonna go something like that and have a bridge year, uh, you know, do Cam. Like do somebody that's gonna sell sell tickets or you know what I mean. What about um, Washington? Needs is like they're they're basically done with Haskins. That might be a name some someone might take a shot at, and then Washington is probably going to be in the market for a quarterback in the draft. If you're the Patriots, are you interested in Haskins as like a flyer? Like you know what? Let's see. I mean, I think it's asking price dependent for me. Like I say, it's like no more than like a fifth round pick. Fifth round pick, 
I guess. Like, but they that might be inaccurate. Is, is he better than Stidham as a backup? Like, I don't. Going forward, is he gonna? Is he better than Stidham? I don't know. He's never really blown. Like, looked great in Steve's AFK at the moment, but he would be all in on it. I have another question about Cam. I wonder, and really just anybody that comes from the Patriots as free agents, I wonder if anybody gets to wave that card. Like, I was with Bill Belichick. I know I can bring to you some of what this winning uh, chemistry or or whatever you want to call it, the keys to winning are, like how Bill Belichick thinks. Like, I wonder if that's like a piece that teams think about, like, hey, this guy was just with the Pats what can he share with us that will maybe help our franchise out if we're struggling? You know, some of the inner working because they've done it so well for so long. Uh, it's just I, like something in the back of my mind that. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's definitely something. I, I don't think so. Too. I don't know if this, this might be a tough year to sell that, but. <laughs> no, exactly. But I'm just saying, you know, like I've been around Bill Belichick, uh, you know, even if it's yeah. in the culture, in the culture and even in like practice, right? Like def- uh, the defensive working. Like maybe a team's having trouble with defense, but Cam has that little note from Bill Belichick. Like, I wonder if teams think about that. I don't know. I think yeah. teams do whatever they can to get inside any information or any form of mental warfare. Like, for example, Harbaugh thought it would be a fun jab to send Jordan Richards out for the corn toss last night. Like, like that was going to affect Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> it would have gotten my head, that's for sure. That's- <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, Steve, you missed it. Um, we were talking about quarterbacks still. Uh, um, what are where are you where are you at with Dwayne Haskins at this point in his career? Uh, that's what I was gonna say. I, I hope he gets another shot. I doubt he does. Where? Like, like if if the if Washington calls you up and is like, "Hey, Belichick, we'll give you." Haskins for a fifth. Are you doing that going forward? Are you, uh, are you like taking a shot with Dwayne Haskins as the Patriots quarterback next year if, if it's a fifth round pick? Uh, me personally, I would love to, but I don't think that'll happen. Um, I think Haskins, unfortunately, I think I think the writing's on the wall that his um, starting career is probably over unless you know someone gets hurt. He's on a team still, but I don't. I think he's done. Unfortunately, do you think I he's wish good? That, I do. I think he deserves to start somewhere. Um, I don't think he is. I don't think he's like going to ever be a, an elite quarterback in the NFL. Uh, like you know what I mean? But I think I think he has the potential to be like a Kirk Cousins, like middle of the road. You know what I mean? Like a fucking someone like that, where it's like wins like I don't know nine games, <laughs> ten games. I don't know if you have like a middle of the pack kind of team, like say for instance, like the Vikings or like someone like that, like. The Redskins should have, get, should have not fucking given the hook. It's very hurtful. Um, and, like, for them to be rolling out with Alex Smith over Haskins, I think that's insulting to Haskins because uh, he should be starting for that team. It, it's just shit, really shitty timing for him, too, realistically, where it's like you bring in uh, Rivera, and, like, it's clear pretty much from day one that it's like that's not his guy in Haskins. So yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like a shitty situation where it's like, Haskins would have had to do everything perfectly and like really essentially win out to keep that job and they gave him the hook like the first chance they got. Exactly. Exactly. Because I think I think they want to lose. Like I think it's almost like a Jaguar situation where it's like 
sorry, Minshew. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. oh, this isn't working out. You, even though you play tough, like a couple games, we know what you are. You're not going to put up 400 yards a game, but you're just going to win ugly. It's like, no, we'll go with another guy just because we're going to take the L's and get a better draft pick. Exactly. And then you have, and now you have a guy that's like, you know, 23 years old. Mark Helfold situation where he's got no fucking confidence anymore. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, some teams would have pick him up and he'll just be like Josh Rosen. Like, yeah, like Deshaun Kaiser. You know, he just fucking no, stop kind of with Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> just phase him out. Oh, about Josh Rosen. He's an option. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? Really? I think he's on the Bucks practice squad right now. Last time I checked. Oh my God, wow. What the fuck? He's only twenty three or twenty four still. Talking about confidence, fucking hit. There's just too many, too many guys. That's what it's all about, you know. What I mean, and especially with like Brady, Breeze, Rogers, all these guys are playing too long. So it's just there just are not enough jobs. Even like Rivers and Matt Ryan, these guys are in their True. upper thirties too now. Even Stafford knocking on that door too of being like an aging quarterback that maybe twenty years from uh, ago they would have already been retired. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even actually, uh, this is unrelated. This is just I don't think we've mentioned it, but. Um, with Tommy Heinsohn, who just passed away, RIP for the Celtics there, he was a Hall of Famer. He only played nine years in the NBA, and he was nasty, but it was like a nine-year career because, like, that's what people did back in, like, the 60s. Isn't right, that an wild? Effective, an effective career, and then, you know, pass the torch. Yeah. So it's just it's just crazy how different things are, and I think Brady has a, little, a lot to do with that, although I guess those other guys probably would be churning it along anyway. It'll be messy, though. I bet there's going to be a lot of guys, like, in a couple of years where it's like, ah, like, I don't know. How many of those guys are really going to know when to hang it up? You know? It's like Breeze. I don't think any of them will know. And Phil even, Rivers is probably at that point where we're like, I don't know, dude. You might even, be done. Uh, Man- you have Pey- like, Peyton Manning didn't know when to hang it up. No. True. Brett Favre didn't, Brett Favre didn't either. At Brett all. Favre definitely didn't. Biggest case of that ever. But, Gilly, that was a kind of good transition because I know we don't talk about NBA too, too much down here, but the NBA hot stove is always fun to watch, and it's been a crazy first day of trading and free agency and shit. Dude, yeah, Chris Paul traded to the Phoenix Suns. For a while. And the Thunder have, like, 17 first-round picks in the next five years or something like that I saw. Yeah, it's... That's that's crazy. Yeah, and then Harden, the Harden talks are crazy. Yeah, I think... uh, To the Nets... That's that's where he's rumored to want to go, but I would. Oh. My actually, I have a big take. I think he's going to Philly. I think there's going to be like a Ben Simmons for Harden base trade, oh. and I think that that would be wild. And it would be such ugly basketball in Philly because like those are Embiid and Harden are probably like the most like isolated <laughs> big man and like point guard that you really have in the league. <laughs> my dad would hate it so much. No, no, he just hates he hates Harden regardless. Oh, it's like his least favorite player, like ever. He just <laughs> why he like, goes out of his way because he hates the way he plays, which I understand. It is kind of ugly to watch, where it's like ISO, just like dribble moves, dribble moves, like nothing, and he just saw... chucks up a shot. Or it's like he just drives into contact and he just draws a foul. Like you know what I mean? It isn't it isn't pretty basketball. That's crazy right. to me because that's all he ever told me to do. Yeah, Josh, take, take the rock. It's because you're way bigger than everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'd score too. I don't know. And that's the hard dozen, but still. That is that is funny because I saw a clip today of like someone playing two K. 
I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but they were like, uh, "This is what would happen if, <laughs> yeah. if if Harden forces way on there on there, and like KD brings the ball up and he's just doing like crossovers for like seven seconds, and then he passes it to Harden who's just doing crossover for like eight seconds, and then he passes it to Kyrie in the corner who's just doing crossovers for like eight seconds and takes a fadeaway three and makes it. It's like, yeah, that's actually <laughs> pretty accurate. Doing. I think that's, that sounds <laughs> that's right. <funny. laughs> yeah, no, it is true. That would be oh. That would be crazy. That would be wild be if they're all in Brooklyn. Would it work? I kind of honestly like. Where are they? Are like they're all so good, but like, are they gonna? Would that actually work? Do you think? With Steve Nash as your head coach. <laughs> yeah, passing. That's the craziest part. <laughs> actually, the most I selfish guy with three of the most selfish <laughs> I'm players in basketball. I know. Right, the the best three-point shooter of like all time. Like he literally could have been if he just shot the three-ball more, but he didn't. Like, it's just insane. I think Steve um, Nash I, would be a cool coach for, like, a young, fun team. Yeah. Like the Phoenix Suns? Like, the the Suns or, like, the Pelicans, or, <laughs> yeah, the Pelicans, right? They would be yeah. kind of cool. The, uh, okay, wait, here's a here's a tweet that I, uh, <laughs> I saw earlier, and it's a conversation in the Nets huddle. It's Nash says, final play, who wants the ball? Durant says, you serious? Harden says, get the rebound, and it's yours. <laughs> Kyrie says, I already shot it. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like an old Kobe clip that I heard about. Like one one game, Shaq wasn't getting the ball enough. He's like, "Yo, like, give me the ball. I can shit on these guys." And Kobe's like, "Get the fucking rebound if you want the ball." <laughs> He's like, "If yeah, I yeah, shoot it and miss it, if you're rebound, so yeah. if you're so good, just go for the rebound and get it. That's what you're there yeah. for." <laughs> oh, classic. No, the NBA is going to be so fun this week, guys. Like, I don't know. There's going to be so many moves and shit. Do you think the Celtics – when's the – isn't the draft this week too? It's Wednesday. It's on yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Go oh, check out Gilly and uh, our boy um, Jones' Jones's mock, draft, mock draft on CouchGuySports.com. Do you think the Celtics yeah. make any moves realistically? Like every year, right, every single year there's talk about the Celtics making some type of move. Do you think this is the year that actually they make a big move? I think so. I think. Um, Ooh, okay. I, hey, well, no, they're kind of forced to it. So tomorrow at 5 p.m. is the deadline for Gordon Hayward to make his decision on if he's opting in or not. Okay. Um, I don't. He's like a 30 plus million dollar like option, but the rumor is that he kind of wants out. Um, so he might pick that up and get traded as a result, or if he really screws them over, this is like worst case scenario for the Celtics. He just opts out and signs with like. I think the Hawks have like a shit ton of money to spend. Um, I don't know if he's going to get that that much, but I don't know. Tomorrow's going to be huge because I think they're going to do like a sign and trade or some shit with Hayward, um, either to the Hawks or Indy. I was going to say, I've my, seen uh, the Pacers floating around with those trade talks. Yeah. And then Drew Holiday is another name that's getting tossed around. I've seen the, uh, the Celtics too. rumored to be interested. They might be able to do that with like just draft picks too. Um, and maybe like, Romeo Langford or some is shit. He a, but. Is he like a good fit for the Celtics? Oh, that, that's the thing. And I think it was going around online today where it was like Danny Ainge was asking some Celtics players how they like about potentially acquiring Drew Holiday. And I think part of that is because it's like a, kind of another point guard. I was going to say, Grant, they have like they 17 ball. guards, don't they? Yeah, but then that kind of changes Kemba's role a little bit. Maybe Kemba doesn't really play in crunch time as much unless you need him on the offensive end because Drew Holiday is, like, I don't know, all-world defender. Also kind of eats into Marcus Smart's playing time, realistically. Yeah. So it's kinda, it is kind of it is kind of like, 
I don't know. The tricky thing, though, is like who's replacing Hayward because Hayward's kind of their backup ball handler, even though Brad Wanamaker's on the team. It's like he was kind of like, I don't know, their Manu Ginobili sort of, or it was like a hybrid like backup point guard, like not a traditional one, but it, I don't know. It'll be interesting, though. I think Danny Ainge is going to make a, a shit ton of moves. Maybe they'll trade up to draft a, um, a big man in the draft. There's a kid out of USC that's like really good. But Where do they have? Like, they're in like 14, 15 range, right? They have 14, 26, and 30, I think. I think so. I think they have three for sure. Because I think they have the Bucks, and I think that's the thirty-one. That one always confuses me, but but yeah. So they, I don't know. That they might be able to make a play on uh, trading up for like I think the sixth pick is rumored that the Hawks have. Because again, I think the Hawks. It sounds like they want to go all in on this year, so they're not really looking to stay young per se. They kind of want to add someone that can contribute right away. Why do they want to go all in this year? I think it to be honest, I think it's like a GM thing where it's like the GM has kind of like been there for a, a decent amount of time so where it's like, kinda... all right, dude, are you good or not? Like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which doesn't I I mean, that. Like, like, you're right though in the sense that it doesn't make sense because it's like, all right, Trey Young's in what year three? It's like you're not like ring or bust for him, right? Um, and but... they were kind of a sexy pick to do well this year, and they didn't. True. True. So I think they kind of are trying to figure out what their their move is because. As good as Trey Young is, like defensively, he's just like awful. He just yeah. gets exposed, which makes sense. It's not, it's not crazy. He's but... not the biggest guy either. He's like what five ten. Yeah, he might. I don't know. Actually, no, he he's be, he's probably I, he might be six one. I was gonna I say know. he looks a lot smaller than probably he is compared to what he's going against. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting. And your boy uh, Obi Toppin from the A ten Dayton, he yeah. might go. He's oh, gonna go in the lottery, but he could be like. I think Cleveland at number five is like a a pick that people keep saying. I was so. going to ask you, does he get like a LeBron James mural or what? Another <laughs> another so. Ohio guy? Come on. I know. I, I think know. he's going to be good, man. I, yeah. I I hope so, but I don't think. He's don't athletic. Know, to be honest with like, you. He's, he's probably a little undersized, right? But I don't know. Like he, six, he was so, so good. Yeah, but again, he's like he was just beasting people in the eight ten because he was just like so much more athletic. So that's where I, I want him to be good, and I want him to be like I don't know. I think like Kenyon Martin type, like maybe he can kind of turn into that. But I mean, it's it, kind of to his size, it just comes down to like he's got to learn how to shoot right <laughs> in the NBA. You got to learn how to hit the jump shot. Exactly, exactly. You can't and be it's kind so of one dimensional. And the Cavs are a weird fit too, in the sense that it's like they kind of don't. Like they don't really like that. They don't need him per se. Like they it, they just don't need a guard because they have Darius Garland and uh, Colin Sexton. So it's like it's a point guard heavy draft. So it's kind of stupid for them to draft another point guard at this point. What about um, the but they still um, have Kevin Love and um, what's his name Andre Drummond now? The I remember when they the lottery came out. Big Cat was always like was all in on Obi Topin at the fourth. The Bulls saw the fourth pick, right? Yeah, I don't. Is that a fit? I don't know. I don't think so. To be honest with you, I don't think where'd so. Where'd you have him? In, have... Where'd you have Obi going in your mock draft, Gilly? Um, so I had him going fifth to the to the Cavs, which okay. it's it's like either he goes fifth or he probably falls to like eight to ten range. To be honest with you, I'd in my opinion, like ten, right? So Suns, that would probably be a good fit for him. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Him and uh, DeAndre Ayton DeAndre, next yeah. to each other. That'd be cool. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, Chicago's interesting, but. I don't know. I, I they're in a weird spot though because they have um, 
Wendell Carter Jr., who I think they like still think could be good. Which <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know. He's he's like one of those like six ten like lanky like big men like a Marvin Bagley. I was just, like, I don't that's know. the name I was just gonna say. I, was, yeah. I remember when he dominated you or I in the tournament. I was like, this guy is gonna be a problem Dude. in the NBA, and I haven't heard his name since. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, and then. Lori Markinen is their uh, their other oh, dude. Yeah, He's kind of like right. four, so that's why it's kind of clogged up in that sense. And I don't know. It, it is they have a, an interesting team, though. To be honest, the Bulls they could be like a move away from being like a playoff team, which doesn't say much in the East. But no, so who's it's gonna going to be fun. Who's, who's going first overall? You think, dude? So actually, interesting in the uh, in our little mock here. Um, Jones Jones has Lamelo Ball going number one overall to the Timberwolves. I like it. I do not, however. I have Anthony Edwards, the the kid from Georgia. Um, yeah, he got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, but he's he's like he's so athletic. I don't know. I think it's like one of those things where he's like an Oladipo, like Dwayne Wade type, where it's if he can develop a consistent shot, he's going to be like nasty. And I just I don't know. I don't really like Lamelo to be honest with you. I hate him. I think I think I had him falling to like seven to the Pistons. People are sleeping on the number one point guard in the draft. The only person I've watched in the past like four years from a team that I picked in March Madness for the past four years. Who is it? Kansas State. Close. You're very close. Iowa State. Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton. He's nasty. He's. I freaking love that guy. Yeah. No, I I don't blame you. I I think he he's so underrated and like yeah he'll probably go in the first round but dude I I think he's probably the best point guard or one of at least like two I don't know how good Lamelo is I've never even watched him but I don't think any of us really know how good Lamelo is he played overseas right <laughs> yeah yeah it is, the the clips of him playing are just stupid too he like just gets away with like doing all this like showboating shit and yeah. like it's like so tough to tell if he's good to be honest but. There's a there's an international kid. Actually, he's like my I think he's like my favorite like prospect of the draft, Killian Hayes. He's like uh I've I think actually, he was in I've heard that. He name. grew up in France. He's like I think his dad was American and played basketball overseas and shit. But he's like he's probably like the most like skilled like point guard um of the draft, but it's just like a thing if he can I don't know, kinda hang athletically with uh with the NBA. So that'll be interesting, but yeah, should be interesting though. I I don't know. You guys should tune in. I'm, Celtics I, are going to be making noise. I think I'll watch it. I think I'm going to tune in. Uh, I yeah. usually I usually watch the draft. I'm not obviously a big too too big NBA guy, but I'm always a big college guy. And I remember when the Thunder drafted Perry Jones back in the day. I was hyped. <laughs> are you back on the Thunder bandwagon now that they have a shit ton of draft picks? I well, mean, I I, I definitely <laughs> always still root for them, um, but I'm just not a big into the I, I'm like I last year I tried to get back into the NBA and I I lost steam there but I don't know maybe I'll try again this year yeah it could be a wild draft in terms of trades and shit too like it's not even like the most talented draft but I just think that it's just a weird blend of things and then it's like a super compact off season for the NBA yep where it's like teams just were able to start trading I think today at noon today at noon yeah when did the the season start Christmas right I think that's the the plan right that's the now. Goal anyways, yeah, but um, yeah, no, that'll be 
It's going to be interesting because it's everything's going to be so jam packed. Because even think of free agency; it's like usually that's stri- yeah. granted with like tampering and shit. You usually know where everyone's going within a week, but with everything going on, it's kind of bizarre. I don't know. It should be should be interesting. I, I think Gordon Hayward's gone tomorrow. I think so too. I just hope we get something for him. That's the biggest thing. Because if he walks, that sucks. Because then we get nothing for him, and we can't even use the cap space that that would be f- like freed up. Because we're in like the, the what's it called, um, like the luxury tax area. Hey, I have an idiotic take that we can just soundbite, and you can tell me I'm an idiot later. But I say that uh, Chris Paul never plays a game as a son. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a big take. I just don't see him playing in a Suns uniform. I just don't see it. There's I think no he's other... going to look sick in a Suns uni. I, I think you look great. I just don't. <laughs> are the, are the Suns, a, Suns a playoff team with Chris Paul? Yeah. Um, yeah they got to be knocking on the door at the very least, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the the one thing, though, like they were 8-0 and in the bubble and barely missed the playoffs. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, my God, add Chris Paul and you're nasty. But they also just gave up Ricky Rubio. Um, Kelly, Kelly Oubre was nasty was, last year. I was going to say Kelly Oubre's really good now. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, so yeah, so I don't, I don't know. They they probably have to make a couple more moves to like fill out that roster. But I you're agree. probably right though. They're probably like a fringe um, playoff team. It's just so tough because even like what was it last year? The Mavs were like the literally the best offense in the league, and in like the past like five years or something stupid, and they were at the seven seed. So it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just like a, the West is just a, a crazy situation but yeah no it'll be interesting to with uh cp3 with booker because that could i don't know that could revitalize booker because he kind of was rumored to want to leave for uh minnesota, minnesota to play with right. uh his yeah. boys but which kind of makes me happy because I, I hate that not that it's tampering but you know what i mean That's yeah, I hate it too. yeah it is. my best friends i just want to go play with them <laughs> yeah i hate it how that happened with uh d'angelo russell where he like he like forced his way there yeah, Where and then even Kyrie now? and KD. D'Lo's in Minnesota. Yeah. That's right. Uh, you want to play uh, town. Okay, so what we about? were, you oh, know, we kind of had plans to do a draft today, but we we're not gonna. So we'll save. We'll do it next time because it's been an hour and a half already. So you guys got any closing takes? Yeah, Giannis to Golden State. Oh yeah, oh. Golden State will be back in the mix this year probably. Yeah what they do is going to be interesting because they have the number two pick so they could trade that for like an asset but oh, yeah. I don't well, really know well, I'm, I was just reading this article that was saying like Andrew Wiggins the number two and where was it where was it where was Andrew it oh, Wiggins is on the Warriors huh yeah he was good too wasn't he is it 48 I think the 48 pick maybe that they have for what for Giannis, Giannis. oh yeah that's yeah. right you started with that yeah, they were they don't care about not signing a long term deal because they can just win this year. Right. True. That is interesting. There was... Um... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Go. sorry. Go ahead, Gilly. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no. no this is completely off topic, so just keep going. Cause... Okay. <laughs> no, real quick on Giannis. There was a, a thing going around today. There's a a tennis player that's... Uh, he's like Australian and Greek. Actually, he's, you guys might know him. Nick Kyrgios or Kyrgios. He's like, because he's just like such an asshole. And he's he's really fun to watch in person, by the way. Like, I've seen him smash so many rackets and get kicked out of matches, like, live in person. It's wild. It's like, not everyone, ha- everyone, like, that's all over the age of like 40 and up hates him, but it's just because he's like bad for the game and all this shit. Oh, but yeah. he he had a private conversation with Giannis 
um, recently, and he asked Giannis about um, going to the Miami Heat, and Giannis smiled. That's all he did. He didn't say anything, but he was just smiling. So that's oh, where that leaked boy. out today, and that was like Josh, noteworthy. No, yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. If no. Giannis goes to the Heat, you're back. I know it. Definitely. Oh, it would be so hard. Uh, I don't know, though. Like, I want to really commit to being a Celtics fan. I, I do. It just pains me. I hate Goran Dragic that much. If Goran Dragic was not on the Heat and they got Giannis, I think I'd go back. <laughs> Goran's the... <laughs> yeah, he, he is the ultimate, like, cock block. Goran Dragic. Tyler Johnson? No, I love that guy. He's a net now. Yeah. Is he? What? He's not even... Because he was on the Suns, and I think they cut him straight up. And actually, the only reason I know that is because I was looking at Nets jerseys today out of curiosity because I saw they were 50% off um, of like one of their versions of their jerseys, and it was like customized with any player, and I was going to get an obscure player, but I couldn't pick one. I was I was thinking, uh, what's his name? Joe Harris. Wouldn't that be funny? That'd be funny. <laughs> Just like a random shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that a Joe Harris jersey? What? <laughs> I'd be sick. Eh, I don't Just- know. I can't imagine uh, that th- my big take was about about uh, James Harden. I-, I honestly, I just can't fathom that he he might get traded. It's just my brain can't compute it right now. I don't know. I don't know why not. But I just I just can't fathom that he leaves the Rockets. He's so fucking. He's such a rocket to me. He's such a fucking rocket. <laughs> he is. He's like, he's like the face of the Rockets. Oh my god. My yeah. big take is not NBA related, even though we did go on an NBA tangent, is I think that the Dolphins win the AFC East. Thanks, Trey. I'm still sticking with the Bills, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Josh Allen, MVP. Oh, yeah, Bills all day. Yeah, MVP all day. But the Dolphins (laughs) Dolphins are great, though. They are are legit. I will... I say legit. They're they're not like Super Bowl legit, but I think they're a, a good team in the very right direction. Yeah, they've I wish got, got the, Tua. They've got the coach and they've got the the quarterback. I think. Yep. I think that much yeah. is very obvious. I'm glad we're done giving uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick FaceTime of his little sob story. I know. Oh my god! Like, yeah, you lost your job, dude. Like, yeah, you he, drafted. They drafted a quarterback number five overall. <laughs> you, you think that you're holding on to your job? Like, okay. Yeah, you're 40 years old and you're a journeyman. Like, sorry, go go do your Harvard shit, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah, go back to school. Yeah, go learn some more, you fucking genius. By the way, Oliver, Tua outplayed Herbert. He did. Thoughts. Yeah, it's just a fact. <laughs> just kidding. You can't, can't argue facts. Hey, I, hey, I like both Tua and Herbert, so, like, I'm okay no, with know, taking an L on that one. Yeah. And he, Herbert didn't play that that bad. It wasn't like he, he didn't, got... but. He he's not winning games, which maybe he's just for the cause so they can get a, a, something in the draft. But uh, I yeah, don't isn't know. that crazy Chargers are going to charge her two and seven? Don't they feel like they're better than that? I think they are because they they lose every game by less than five points. <laughs> just crazy. Like, I, lost, I even I think I didn't notice six. that's how bad the record is though. That's kind of what I mean. Like, yeah. I, if you told me like, oh, Chargers, I was like, yeah, maybe they're in the mix. Herbert's been oh. playing so well, but they just can't finish and they can't win. That's crazy. I um, thought they were going to be fantastic this year. Bonus well, the the Chargers have lost. I I think this is what I saw: sixteen games in the last two years by less than eight points. I think. Wow, that yeah. is crazy. Wow, you're right. Actually, even like this year, yeah, 
they, this year, I think it's five. By three points, by five points, by seven points, by three points, by one point, by five points, by <laughs> eight points. Holy that's why. Losses. That's why you think that they're better than two and seven because they yeah. lose every game and like that. And like they're relevant the entire highlight until the very end. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, wow. if you're going to lose, sometimes you'd almost rather just get your door knocked off, but um, heartbreak losses, man, they'll, they'll get you. Yeah. The Martin household just likes a bunch of cuck teams, I was just going to say, it's something about you guys and the teams you root for. You just can't catch a goddamn break. <laughs> for real. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, I can't believe Jordan Howard, though, by the way. So he got cut. He got cut, yeah. What the yeah. fuck was that? Yeah. He just sucks. Uh, why, though? I just don't get it. Because he's a running back. Also, back, I Look. running backs just don't draft them in the first round, please. And don't yeah. pay them. And don't, don't pay them unless they're like a top three running back. You're a sucker if just, you're paying them. Just unless, yeah, just draft an SEC running back in the third and fourth round every year. Let them yeah, sit for a year, one. and then they'll be you know let them sit for a year. They'll be fresh in the next three years, and then rinse, <laughs> rinse and repeat. Like Saquon, yeah. yeah, I know you're awesome, but are you like you're great? Uh, don't get me wrong, you're not worth where you got drafted. He is the exception. Is he though? I think so. I think when like his health obviously makes him not seem as such, but Saquon's at least I don't know. To me, he's like the best running back I have like seen in person, like ever. What was he second pick of the draft? I think so. I think so. He was, he was working, like, I think. I, I think I'm talking like it. Barry Sanders level, like production. Like I think you could be like one of the best ever. In we'll all see. You know, listen to this one. Ready? I was thinking that Zeke was going to be like like that level. Now, I think that Zeke's probably got. I think he's got one more year with the Cowboys. Then he's he'll have like three more years in the league after that. So I think he's got four more years in his career. Which like, obscure team is he going to go to? I've had that feeling forever. Dude, what like, happened to him? I don't understand like, it. He's, he's a running back, weird. man. Well, how old is he now? 27, 28? No, no, no. He's 25. No, he's not. 25. Max. I think he's going to be on someone like the Bengals. I thought at yeah. least he had like one or two more years of like being nasty, though. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I think he still but has the one, one more year. The line is also not what it was two, three years ago. No, that yeah. is true. The Cowboys are a disaster, and I think he's kind of giving up. But I think that, like, give him one more year with the Cowboys, and he'll be effective next year. He's not going to be, like, the superstar. He's, he's definitely not going to be top running back in the league any, any longer, I don't think. Like, like top, top, top. Like, in, like not Saquon. Like, not Saquon McCaffrey's level. But uh, then I think he'll definitely phase out. Are you going to keep him next year in fantasy? I think no. I think it's a fucking oh, big old oh, N.O. But we'll see what happens. It's going to be a painful year for me. Dude, Zeke and Michael, and Michael Thomas. Oh, no. You have my to God. say goodbye to them both in one year. Dude, I'll, dude after I said I'll, I'll keep them both till I fucking drop. <laughs> no. no I, just, I don't even know anymore. So painful. All right, boys. I think that was a good episode numero 110. We killed it, obviously. Uh, also... Last, last, last thing. Um, we didn't even talk about the Masters at all, but it was a great tournament. And sure. congrats to DJ Dustin Johnson. I know you're listening. He won. Um, yeah, best player in the world. He he won from start to finish. I think he's like the eighth 
or ninth person to do that in history. He set the record for the best score in Masters history. Granted, the conditions kind of helped play to that, but still no small feat. And um, I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoyed seeing Bryson be terrible. <laughs> I can't relate to anything you're saying, so... Okay, cool. well, that... Yeah, they're, Cameron they're, Smith, I was surprised. It was cool. He made some fucking crazy shots. Yeah, the on, one on out Sunday. of the... Uh, the one out of the woods. Yeah, that they was were, pretty nuts. Yeah, and then he had to hit like a flop, 150 yards over a tree on like seven or something like that. So, <laughs> it, it was it was a fun weekend. It was a little weird because they had to do like split tees on the weekends and um, kind of rush to beat daylight savings, and the weather was weird. But you know, we get to do it again in five months, so I'm excited. True. Shout out to Rory. Yeah, Surgeon Rory. Back. Rory He's had a meme to, for a second. <laughs> he, I know he. Just flipped. He flipped his newly found dad switch and had a hell of a tourney. True. And Tiger, he did Tiger things, as in getting a ten on a par three. So that was interesting. Yeah, that was crazy. Not only did he do that, he followed up by birding five of the last six holes after that, <laughs> which was even. There was a prop bet for that too, of like Tiger having nine or more strokes on a hole. I saw that actually. It was like bet. One to win 150, I think I saw someone on Twitter did. It's like, why like you, not? If you're betting, making those bets, like, that's wild to me. Like, yeah. that's just rooting for chaos. It is, and it like, worked for him. <laughs> so, yeah, no. cool. Um, but up, but up. We'll see you next sure. week for episode oh, one. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Shout out Jake Ruthier. Shout out Galen, who now listens to these podcasts all the way through. Can you believe that? Galen listens to all these pods, and actually, he texts me like throughout, and he's like, yo. So and so, I don't, I don't agree with this one. I hate Oliver's takes. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, well, he didn't, <laughs> hate, he didn't hate my takes back in rec basketball when me, Galen, and Gilly were dominating Hopkinton Rec, winning back to back champions with Zach Dusalt. That's true. What a yeah, nasty yeah. game! Tell it, yeah. tell it to Come me who was, game. who made a layup and got a standing ovation and high five <laughs> Gilly's dad. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> And I missed, I missed the next one. <laughs> you know, looking back on it, that was kind of a bullshit year because wasn't Galen like a late sign-up and they were just like, here, have him? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was yeah. That, that was wasn't so really fair because he was he like was. eight inches taller than everybody. We were just like, here you go, and he just like lay up. But to be that. fair, almost every team had like a kid like that because it would be – then there would also be the ba- like the actual kids that were on the basketball team that would either make JV or quit halfway through yeah. and then be like – like Innocent kept doing that, remember? Yeah. Remember, like, <laughs> He's on my team. <laughs> like all of a sudden this would be like everyone Ephraim, had like – Ephraim did it one year second. too. Yeah, all these late acquisitions. But no, you're right though. That was that we we lucked out there because that was a game-changing uh, that was mid-season awesome, acquisition. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Who was, who was there for the Johnny DiCataldo, uh flip out? He was on our team. That same team? Yep. yep. No. Well, that was yeah. no. That wasn't the same team. No, it wasn't. What? Because that was the blue team. We won the championship. We didn't win the championship. That was a tan team. Oh. You that was the only squad. game I missed that tan. year. Yeah, that was crazy. So, what? Game? So that so that no, wait, no, it was a playoff game, but no. That was your junior year then, right? The year uh, we we won, we won your sophomore we year. Won the, I'll be on. Uh, I think so. I, think about that. I won back to back to back Hopkinton Rec championships, so it's kind of tough for me to remember. <laughs> I forgot my first three league, first three years in the league, I won. Um, I never okay. won anything. Uh, I think that was. Yeah, I okay. think that was my. I think it was a sophomore when we won. Yeah, I think so too. 
because we had because we had a lot of like older kids too. Yeah, because Greg Dowdell was on the team. Yes. Taylor Hackley. Yeah, and they were even seniors. They were seniors, and I yep. was a sophomore. Yep. Um. But yeah, that must I have been about Greg Dowdell too. He could shoot. He could. No, he was actually. I I played ball with him up until pretty much like COVID shit. I think he got a job in Ohio, so I don't I don't no, no see him anymore. But yeah, yeah. Shout out to Greg. Hope you're listening. <laughs> he, was play, he was playing Among Us uh, the last time I played with us. Really? Really? Yeah, he's Gergda. That's right, Blue. No way. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. That's funny. Yeah. He plays. That's funny. <laughs> to hit him up. Wow. All right, legendary Hoppington Rec basketball ran for everybody that's listening. That's super relevant to seven people here listening. Mm-hmm. Charleston, so, Rec. Charleston Rec was much better. Well, it was. I can't, Who played in that? I can't speak on that. Me and Josh did until we were too old for it. We yeah. didn't have an older league. That that was why everyone uh, came over. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering that. All right. Talk to you guys uh, next week. Oh, yeah.